back for another exciting episode of The Spicy Life. I am your host, Spicy Madi, and joined with me is a guest co-host for the day, Ashley Caprice. Woo-hoo. So you guys, I was fortunate enough to have the phenomenal Ashley Caprice guest co-hosting with me because we have a phenomenal guest, Ashley North, that's in here. So let me give you a little bit of background about Ashley Caprice so you can know why we have this amazing guest co-host, all right? She's been in radio business for over a decade with most of her work taking place in her hometown, sunny Los Angeles. She extended her talent to 102.7 Kiss FM and Real 92.3, where her and I became friends and recently co-hosted The Morning Show on V101, a throwback station in Sacramento. While there, she also contributed celebrity headlines to Studio Live on Fox 40 television. Although radio is fun and exciting, Ashley feels that she needs to be doing more, so her passion lies in celebrating, uplifting, and motivating women to acknowledge their power. So she is now the host of Go Girl with Ashley Caprice, a podcast where she covers various topics relating to the everyday woman and how she finds her voice. Each episode focuses on affirmation, music motivation, girl talk, and girl power. So this makes sense as to why I would have Ashley come in to interview the other Ashley, all right? (laughs) Ashley North, our guest for the day, is a mother and entrepreneur. She's one of LA's most dynamic celebrity stylists, television personalities, and budding interior designer. Ooh, I'm gonna need advice from you later because I need some help with that. I sound amazing. (laughs) As a face of multiple brands, she understands the fundamentals of how to make someone look and feel their absolute best. For the past 10 years, she's been dressing popular entertainers and athletes, and Ashley talks to her website, blog, to share and celebrate her lifestyle with all of N style, A-N-S-T-Y-L-E, okay? Fans and consumers, viewers enjoy Ashley's sense of style, one of the featured personalities on E-Wags LA, and recently has transitioned on camera fashion correspondent. As a fashion expert, she has features in GQ, Huffington Post, US Weekly, and E! News. Girl, you're... Bio is like off the chain. Okay. Wow. That bio is something <laughs> serious. Who wrote that? About her children and being the best example for her daughters of a strong woman that they can reference. Ashley also enjoys giving back, connecting with individuals while transforming their confidence through motivational styling. She also has a lifestyle line starting with home decor. And in 2018, she launched And Style Candles, which features three signature scents. She sold in Fred Siegel and soon to launch in Neiman Marcus. Woo! Okay. Look, wow. you guys intense. know I'm informal, so this is an informal conversation. I'm gonna just say right now, both of their resumes are off the chingy chang. Thanks, um, girl. So, Ashley's killing me. Right. Yes, okay. <laughs> Ashley's. Okay, now we know what you need to name your kids if right. you want them to be phenomenal women. <laughs> And so today's episode is how to be a phenomenal woman, all right? Phenomenal Women 101. And this is something that's tough, you know, dealing with today's society. There's so many pressures of trying to balance, juggle everything. Mm -hmm. And we have, you know, Ashley North in the building so that she can speak on how to become and how to be a phenomenal woman. But we always warm up our guests and our audience with the G-spots and going into the spicy dish. And so the G spot is our guest spotlight, which is which we just gave. But now you got to speak to some of like the hot topics going on with pop culture right now. Okay. You ready for this? All right. And I'm then we'll be able to like best. dive deep into the interview um, <laughs> after you're nice and like, you know, filling yourself. Yes. Loosen okay. up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, I hit up the other Ashley, Ashley Caprice last night. And I'm like, what is going on in pop culture? Mm-hmm. I've been removed. And she reminded me that Jay-Z reopens um, Webster's Hall with uh, the epic B-sides to concert featuring Nas and the Diplomats. Yes. Ash. Yes. 
Jay-Z's lyrics, everything. Every single thing. Everything. I mean, can I just, I want you guys to, there's a line in particular that really stuck out and it focuses on what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. And I'm going to just read you guys some of these lines really quick. He says, but it's something to study. We was chasing our goals, not chasing money. Uh, bleep, chasing hoes. We find that funny. I pull up in the rolls. That hoe gonna want me, but I don't want no hoe. I want a wife. That's right. Right? I feel like this is like a sermon in the Bible Jay-Z got this from. (laughs) Somebody to bounce these ideas off at night. I don't want a hoe. I want a wife. Somebody to bounce these ideas off at night. Maybe you all didn't hear me. I don't want a hoe. I want a wife. Somebody to bounce these ideas off at night. I be going to sleep hoping Nip visit me. That young king had a lot of jewels to split with me. Okay, so the rest, yes, although it is very important. The mm-hmm. focus of <laughs> I wanna of that, I don't wanna I don't hoe. wanna hoe. I want, I want a, wife. a wife. I want a wife. All right. So how did you guys feel about that lyric? Well, everyone's been sharing that lyric all day. Yes. Because I think it's important, especially coming from Jay-Z, you know, his background and everything. But now he has Beyonce. And a lot of people listen to Jay-Z. So if he can influence these young rappers or just any young man to look for a wife rather than a hoe, then you'll be on the right path in life. You know, like look for someone who you could bounce ideas off with instead of bouncing that ass, you know? Right. Someone that you could really be real with. And I, I think that's just important. Like, tell these young men, school them, and he is. Ashley North. I agree with you. I mean, I feel like so many rap lyrics nowadays are just so much. It's like glorifying the hoe life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, I always tease with my friend. It's like the like hoes are winning right oh now. You know it, what I'm it saying? It is a battle. Okay, but it is Avengers right now. <laughs> exactly. But I think being a mother to like young girls, I'm like fearful for them because like the way that society is nowadays. Like hoes are winning, but mm-hmm. I appreciate these lyrics because that's like a real man speaking about a real woman and what a real woman looks like. Yeah, and because so, and to like Ashley's point earlier, because he has such a powerful influence, he's trying to kind of bring back the wifey being cool again. Like mm-hmm. you guys stop messing with these like freakalies, get you yeah. a you know a freak in the sheets, but a lady in the streets. Like right. he's bringing this notion of partnership back, this notion of celebrating companionship, and that not only will that make you look good, but it also make you more successful. Like mm-hmm. you can still get that money if you if you get a partner because she's gonna be able to speak into you to your ear, you know, to speak to you know the the voice of a king. Right. And you need a queen in order to do that. And so I fi- I figured we would all appreciate that line because that one to me is just uh, thank you Jay for like making wifey's cool again. <laughs> Hopefully my future husband is listening. Right? Both of you are wives Hopefully already. Hopefully he's listening to Jay Z and not uh, right one of these other ones. Right. right? <laughs> one, one of these other ones. I feel you. Okay. And then um, next on the spicy dish, um, Avengers Endgame. I just need to give that a quick shout out because they shattered records with 1.2 billion wow. opening weekend. Have you guys seen it yet? No, I no. haven't. Okay, we are not gonna do any spoilers. Um, Because I want you guys all to still see it. But there's scenes within that that are actually um, pushing female empowerment with the female superheroes. So I'm not going to give it away. But I need you guys to take your little girls to see it. I want you to take your sons to see it. Like, we need to see more powerful women. Because I think it embodied, even though, you know, there was a variety of um, superheroes with superpowers in the film we got to see and we're finally celebrating females and all of our glory and our superpowers Mm -hmm. and all that we're capable of and even showing our strength. We got to see a little bit of that on Game of Thrones last night. I don't know. um, I haven't watched it yet. Don't tell me anything. I try and wait for my husband to watch it. So it's like Mm. he's always 
slower than me. So, oh, look at you being loyal. I right? try. You, you need to do like I me try. and pretend like I you wanted didn't to see watch it. it. <laughs> I know this, and I'm like, oh no, babe! But then the DVR will give you away because no. it'll it, <laughs> it notifies. I tried you that over. before. He was like, well, why does it look like someone's watched it? I I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> Must have been the kids, <laughs> right? I was say, blame Can you blame everything just on the kids? Right, like, I, right. I think the kids were playing with it. <laughs> what are your kids' name? Give me your kids' name. I have two girls. Um, my oldest is Charlie. She's eight. And then the baby is Chase. And she's two. Charlie and Chase. Charlie and Chase. They're Aww. like a Disney show. I know. That's so cute. <laughs> okay. So, oh, dang. I shouldn't have transitioned from the kids into Uh-oh. this last topic. Um, R. Kelly's lawyers. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> say, hide your kids, y'all. Um, R. Kelly's lawyers say his learning disability was a factor in his latest uh, legal loss. Um, this is another one that I hit up Ashley last night about, and I'm like, Ashley Caprice, okay, what 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 is going on with R. Kelly? Um, and you told me that he's trying to use this whole, you know, learning disability, he can't read as an argument of why he lost his case, but... Stop it. Is that, like, I've never heard of that before. Like, we can, not we can a say valid he couldn't excuse. read the documents. That's not a valid excuse. He's 52 years old. How has, be, has he been getting through life thus far? Like, I understand they said he has a disability. We've known that before, but he has lawyers who can look over his paperwork. It's just any excuse to get him out of taking responsibility. Like, he needs to be held accountable for his actions. It's been long enough. We're tired of hearing about him. Like, you know, ju- some justice needs to be served, and he needs he needs to go to jail. I'm over him. <laughs> but question, I, and as somebody who learned to read at a very young age, yes. um, <laughs> is it too late for him to learn to read? Like, he's going to have a lot of time in jail if he does go. That would be phonics. the appropriate time to kind of like, I don't know, pick up the Bible, start there, and maybe read through that. Isn't that like customary? There's Bible, there's a dictionary, the thesaurus. There, there, we're, we have Google now, you know, hooked on phonics. There is no excuse. <laughs> he can still learn if he wants, you know, but the, I just feel like that's a lame excuse to oh, use. Okay. That's a bad, a bad, bad excuse. I'm not, I'm not going to make, um, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to make, I'm not going to make you speak to anything on um, the, the sexual case. misconduct, Ashley North, because, okay. um, <laughs> because we have little chillings. And if your kids I hear know. this, I'm like, I, I don't want um, you to have to get intertangled right. in trying to explain to them why R. Kelly is a bad man. But yeah. hopefully, you know, and when, let me ask you that then in your parenting advice, when do you have that conversation with your kids about staying away from predators? I think at this, in this day and age, you have to have it fairly early. I think it's like as long, as soon as they can kind of comprehend mm-hmm. the idea around it. I mean, you have it. I've told my daughter who's eight already, like when she was probably four or five, like this is where only mommy and daddy touch you. If anyone else touches you there, like don't. And if anyone talks about that, you walk away, you tell somebody, you know, so you have to kind of in kid in a kiddie way, like making it, you know, relatable to them. You have to talk about these things early because you find these people you know, molesting kids at younger and younger mm-hmm, age. Yeah. Right when before we walked in here, I was talking with Anthony. Some man raped a five-year-old <gasps> wow. girl, and she's having to have surgery oh because my gosh. he. It's just he tore her up. He like he tore yeah, her, her poor little awful. body. It's sick, and there's so many sick people out here nowadays. You have to, you have to have the conversation with them earlier than probably you even want to. I don't have kids yet, right? Um, and neither does the other Ashley. Um, we both. You know, we're still living our best lives until we're ready to be like, to take it to the next level. Do that, level live it, live your life, because it'll 
completely changed your life. <laughs> my calendar is coming, though. I'm getting reminder every day from my husband, like, you ain't getting no younger. Right. But, uh-huh. um, and I'm still going to find Ashley a husband. I'm about to set her up. If Thank you're you. listening, call me at 818. <laughs> you know. um, but um, actually, email me at info at the spicy life if you do hear Ashley Caprice. Um, and you're Are you serious? Um, attracted she's to beautiful, her. She's beautiful, guys, and she's intelligent. Look, well, thank you. Why are you playing? We're about to find you a husband. Um, <laughs> but uh, at, at how do you not walk every day out of the house or allow your kids every day out of the house without this fear in your heart? That's one of the things that I'm, I think, holding on to is mm-hmm. being afraid to let my kids out the house. Like, how do you just trust the universe when you have children because you have is your responsibility to protect them how do you do that it's the scariest thing i think in being a parent i just pray mm-hmm. that's all you can do do you think it's yeah. unhealthy to lock them in the house for the rest of their lives probably have- but it's not <laughs> a bad <laughs> idea i'm like oh my god i can't imagine like with these you know these people out here in these streets i i will go to jail if somebody touches my child listen i yeah. i would absolutely lose it it would be a wrap for a lot of people. Well, yeah. it was smart to have that conversation with your kids early on. And yeah. that's something in my practice for um, the Spicy Life Relationship Consulting Firm. When I have parents come in, I do ask them, like, have you had that conversation with your kids? And not even just about predators, but just, you know, um, sex, the birds and the bees. Because mm-hmm. you don't want a stranger or their friend at school or their teacher to be the first conversation that they have and hear about sex. You want it to come from a safe, secure, loving environment. And you definitely don't want it to be some little random boy trying to trick one of your beautiful daughters into, let me show you, let me teach you best when we know they don't know. And it's all happening earlier and earlier. The things that are, they're being exposed Mm -hmm. to nowadays compared to like when we were kids, it's so different. So it's an unfortunate thing, but it's like, you have to have these conversations a lot earlier Mm -hmm. than maybe you're comfortable with, but it's a reality in the world that we live in. Yeah. Gotta do it. Power, power to you. Okay, so we're diving now into our spicy tips. You're gonna take a lot of nuggets away, you guys, from what Ashley Caprice and Ashley North have to say. Um, We're gonna speak to the female empowerment aspect and kind of juggling. I feel like we're living in a time where society has told us we can't have both. We have to choose career or relationship. Either you invest in one and not the other, and that's the only way that you become successful at it, and that's not true. You balance both, you operate from a place of being able to manage both, practicing both, um, instilling value in both, and then you're able to multitask and have both. And so you you seem like someone you've been with your partner for um, 14 years. Yeah, going on 15 okay. at uh-huh. the end of May. <laughs> Tell me how you did the juggle because you have a profession and you have a romantic life how, how did you do it? Because um, I've even spoken with Ashley Caprice before and she's like, nope, I've been focused on my career, grind, yeah. grind, grind. Mm-hmm. Now, just now she's starting to like really go and date and right. get out there. Um, give us some tips, Ashley North, on how you did both. I'm tired Ooh. a lot of the time. <laughs> no, because it's literally like, you know, oh, it's like- number one, it's tiring. <laughs> it is, but you know, you just have to put as much effort into your relationship as you put into your grind. So it's just, it's literally a juggle, you know? And I'm not going to say that I'm always good at juggling the two. I think there's definitely times where one falls short, but it's just trying to make it as even as possible. And, you know, it's just a lot about love and just, you know, 
rather than like a lot of times I want to come home and I just want to go to bed and be left alone but you can't do that you have to then come home and you have to put effort and you make dinner and you tell him you love him and you give him a little bit of uh, attention and Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and it's just it's kind of pushing yourself you know because like a lot of times you just want to be left alone but you can't you know there's another person that you love and you care about so you have to put as much effort into that as you do your career speak to the like stigmas around because you're and you're in a relationship with an athlete that had to have been kind of challenging i'm sure you had some homegirls that were like girl stay away don't get you know in there's there's a lot of misconceptions i think even too about dating an athlete or just successful men in general let me not even say an athlete a man who is successful with money you have more drama more prop like you're going to attract a different level of attention how did you balance that? Like the, how did you balance the um, rumors and the stereotypes when you first started dating? It's hard, but you know, I think my story is a little bit different because me and Deshaun started dating when we were in college. So I was actually with him before, you know, he became a professional athlete. So before he was even making money. So it's a little bit different for me, but you know, along with money comes a lot of drama and a lot of unnecessary stuff. I just kind of tried to rise above it. I just tried to, you know, stay focused on our relationship and not really letting outside things affect that. It's not always easy. And, you know, you kind of just struggle through it, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, we had a really strong um, base, foundation, uh, foundation yeah. to our relationship. And so I just always held on to that. And we just move forward because, you know, at the end of the day, we love each other and we both want to make this work. So you just absolutely kind of just rise above the bullshit. The sorry, I said it bad. No, you can, you can curse. It's OK. <laughs> it's OK. Yeah. Ashley, and, Ashley and I curse sometimes. Okay. Um, <laughs> but like one thing that I think is hard for no matter who you end up with is building security, building trust, mm-hmm. building um, a safe place. What are some spicy tips you have for ladies to give? What can we be doing more of with our men? Because I'm a newlywed. I've only been married for a, mer- a year and a half. Right. Mm-hmm. What are some spicy tips that you can give us on this is how you can make your man feel more secure. This is how you can make sure that because you're beautiful. I mean, I may be locking you up in the house, too. So, <laughs> you know, and I, and I know what I have to do for my man. I want to hear what you what do you have to do, do? What are you doing in your household to make him feel secure so that he knows you're not going anywhere? I think it's just a lot of communication because I think from both of us, because I I'm a stylist. So I work with men mainly yeah. like my clientele is m- mostly men. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of on both sides of it. You know, there's a lot of like. You know, you have to have a lot of trust in each other. So I think it's a lot of communication. And then it's just, you know, like I said, putting in the effort to really spend quality time with each other. And then also just integrating each other into your life. So like... Speak to that. What is For that? me, like, you know, I'm a stylist. So, you know, there may be events where I'm with clients and I'll try and bring him around my clients so that he feels comfortable and has, you know, he knows that, you know, there's trust there. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like integrating the two, I think, is important because a lot of times like a lack of trust comes from like not knowing what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you can kind of integrate each other into your two separate worlds I think it's helpful because then you you kind of like know like oh this is what happens on set and this is how it works you know Mm -hmm. so that you have you can understand better which leads to being able to trust better because I think a lot of times not trusting someone is because you don't have a knowledge of like what's what's going going on on. when you're kept in the dark exactly Ashley Caprice have you ever been kept in the dark did it ever make you act out (laughs) 
have been kept in the dark. Um, no, not really. My ex used to go to the gym a lot, but I trusted him at the gym. I'm not a big gym person. He would, like you said, try to integrate me and say, hey, let's go to the gym together. So we would sometimes, but um, otherwise, no, I don't feel like I was left in the dark. He tried to include me. I included him whenever I had to host an event or whatnot. He was there. Uh, to support me and I bring him backstage sometimes. Mm -hmm. He'll see that the artist would flirt with me, but it's like, this is what it is. But he also sees me shutting them down and um, so that he could trust me when if I'm ever backstage alone, you know, without him. So, no, not really, not kept in the dark, but I do think that's important what Ashley North said, uh, bringing them around because that's the whole issue with are you okay with your man having female friends? Mm -hmm. Like, what if I don't yep. know these female right. friends? Yeah. Then yes, that, I have an issue yeah. with it. But if you bring me around and I get to know her and she knows me and we know that level of respect for each other, then you'll, you'll feel more comfortable if he's around those friends. And I definitely think that's something that should be integrated too, not just in your professional life, but in your personal as well. To your guys' point is the, like making the person feel comfortable and establishing early on, hey, I'm somebody who has platonic friends that are of the opposite sex or I have coworkers that are of the opposite sex. I want you to be immersed. I want you to meet them, whether it's, you know, having a Taco Tuesday and inviting the male friends over, or the female friends over, mm -hmm. like immersing each other in each other's life so that that way the person feels more secure in the relationship. Even with coworkers, I mean, all three of us are in very male dominated industries, right? Absolutely. Everything entertainment. I mean, there's a lot of men and not even regular, degular, every day on the street kind of men, like fine, successful, okay. fly okay. ass can take you from your man kind of men. Yep. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to that. However, the way you make your partner feel secure mm -hmm. is letting them know, baby, there is no threat because you will always be chosen over them. You will always be announced to them. You will always be exposed. There's no secrets. Mm -hmm. And so I love the, guy, the points that you guys are making because I don't think we do that enough. Regardless of what industry you're in, even if it's your, even if you're a school teacher, you better introduce your man to the principal. You better right. introduce your wife to the, you know, there was like, mm -hmm. you guys, we need, we need to do more of that. And it is not about, oh, your partner should just trust you. No, nobody blindly just trusts like that. That's not how it works. You need to create security. <laughs> yeah. Right. Trust right. is earned. Yes. <laughs> okay, both of you guys also, too, um, run your own businesses. How has that made you feel more empowered, either in your personal life, um, in your friendships, in your relationships? Like, is what has that done to your energy as far as, like, when you, you know, leave the house during the day or how you walk through these streets? How do you feel more empowered now that you run your own business? Well, I love it because it's, you're doing what you want to do, you know, so your in energy is amazing because you feel good because this is something that you want to do and contribute and you're there to serve. Like with my podcast, it's all about serving others and other women. It's not really about me. So every time I do a podcast and every time someone, um, you know, hit me up afterward to say, oh, now I'm doing my I am affirmations or I'm now doing this because of you, then it makes me feel great and it makes me feel fulfilled. And that's what I said in my bio that, you know, radio is great. I love radio still. It was just more fun to me. And with me doing what I want to do, I feel more fulfilled. Mm, fulfillment. Okay. And what about you, Ashley North? Yeah, I mean, I, it's been forever since I worked for someone. So, but for me, it's like having my own business and running it. It does, it, it makes you feel more fulfilled and like doing something that you really love makes it feel less like work. Mm -hmm even though it's actually more work mm -hmm. that you're doing, right. but doing it for yourself and motivating yourself is something that gives me a lot of strength and it 
it's it in turn motive it keeps me going mm -hmm. and so for me i you know it's not easy being an entrepreneur like running your own business because it's just non-stop but for me there's really no other way and so speak to the you have you said oh i haven't worked for someone in a long time how did you make that decision one how did you discover your passion two how did you make the decision to do it for yourself because there's a lot of people out there who are like oh i don't want this job anymore i really want to be doing x y and z but i'm scared it's scary because you kind of have to jump out on a limb so i i was i grew up in seattle and so i had gone to school and i thought i wanted to do like pr or something and i went into an internship my last year of school my last semester and i was like i hate this i don't want to mm -hmm. work in an office every day this is not what i want to do and so it just became a lot of trial and error mm -hmm. after that and um i came across this um position with a local magazine working with the on-staff photographer kind of just doing everything because it was a small magazine and Ooh. i started producing like a fashion section you know fashion had always been something like i love to shop like mm -hmm. i didn't know i could make a career out of it yeah and so i started producing this fashion section with with the photographer and i was like i love this this is what i want to do like putting together photo shoots styling models choosing models like this type of stuff, it really interests me. So I just picked up, I moved to LA, <laughs> went to fashion school, and it was so out of my comfort zone because mm. I didn't even wanna leave Seattle and leave my little bubble to go to college. But then I think it was just that finding like a true passion yeah. and it just ignited me and really just pushed me out of my comfort zone. And then it was like no looking back. Mm -hmm. from there were there signs that it was your calling though because I think people are often looking for affirmation or like nuggets of success that say you're going in the right direction and sometimes when we don't get that we're like oh I'm gonna just give up let me let me just try oh, and open up this pizza parlor like yeah. <laughs> we just move on to the yeah. next thing you know my dad will say that he knew from the age I was like five or something because I would be running around Nordstrom like my head like bobbing like around all the clothes but for me I think it was when I moved to LA it was like everything just fell right into place like mm. within weeks of moving here I met a girl who was a stylist and she had been working with other stylists and she just brought me in introduced me to like different stylists and I immediately started assisting and I was immediately put on set and like everything just sort of like in alignment yeah in alignment and so I think that's what really like just kept me pushing because everything was just falling into place as it should and I think a lot of times that's what happens when you're doing the right thing everything's just kind of kind of slowly fall into place you've got to put in the work but if stuff just starts falling into place, that's how you know, I think, that you found your true calling. But it sounds like you listened to yourself, like you, you stepped out on a limb, you listened to yourself, you took a risk, and then you actually applied yourself. I, I think a lot of times we forget that there's that application component. Yeah, no, you can't, you can't just expect stuff to fall into your lap. Like you definitely, you know, if it's something that you wanna do, you have to go out there and fully pursue it. And that's what I always tell people, like you can't, you can't half-ass it. Like, if this is something that you really want to do, you have to completely, like, completely immerse yourself in it and really just go out there and really try and pursue it. Because, like, especially with fashion and entertainment, it's mm -hmm. not like a, it's not like a part-time job. You know, you've got to really go for it. And if you're not willing to completely go for right. it, it's probably not for you. Because there's going to be times when you're uncomfortable. There's going to be times when the checks aren't coming in, you right. know what I mean? But you have to just keep 
with anything pushing. with entrepreneurship, it's yes. not going to be like, it's not a comfy, cozy thing. Yeah, pay day. Like there's oftentimes, um, I remember at the station, um, even when Ashley and I were at um, Real 92.3, we would get, even now we still get like emails from people saying, oh, I want to get into radio. Like, how did you do this? Right. And we always pose the question, well, what are you doing now? It's one mm -hmm. thing to say you want to do this. What are you doing now other than like just sending me an email asking if I can give you a job? What are you doing now to apply yourself? Because a lot of people don't want that whole like work for free component and even mm -hmm. like practice yeah. or even try. Right, Ashley? Yeah, there were many times even in radio starting that I shadowed other people yeah. in in other um departments in radio like the producer the board operator the on i knew i wanted to be on air but i'm like well let me learn everything else as well it's like you really have to learn a lot you really have to work a lot for free but if it's what you want to do then you wouldn't mind that and you're you're looking at it like um kind of like investment in yourself exactly invest in yourself mm -hmm. invest that time into yourself to really practice so that when that position does become available then the program director or whoever, of the, and this has happened to me before, of the station will come to you and say, hey, I see you've been applying yourself. Would you be interested in this position? And then you're ready because you prepared for it. So that's all it's about. It's like preparation. You know, luck is preparation when, uh, meets opportunity. Yep. That's all it is. So just be prepared. Say that formula again. I kind of stumbled it's myself. Luck. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get it right the second time. It's luck. It's um, No, actually, it's preparation, preparation. meets luck. Right? Preparation meets luck. Oh, we got this all I wrong. think it's preparation meets luck. No, preparation it's not. When meets, preparation meets opportunity. When preparation meets opportunity. Right. That's how you get success? Yes. Okay. No. I thought, no. I think <laughs> it's when, when preparation meets luck, that is no. how you get success. No? We got this all okay, wrong. Okay, I'm luck, luck is when preparation oh. meets opportunity. Luck, okay. Basically and, and saying and there's nothing lucky, lucky about, about it. <laughs> you gotta you gotta prepare yourself because if you don't prepare yourself, you're never gonna find the luck. Exactly. People think like, you're oh, not, I just stumbled into this job. No, you gotta prepare right. yourself. For you're not it. lucky. You're prepared yeah. and ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, okay, we knew we would get this like formula, right? Okay. But what Ashley North just said. <laughs> Oprah said it. Look at Oprah. It she said it. Oprah said it best. <laughs> right. Google it. <laughs> See, uh, but I knew, I knew you guys would, would would bring us back there, okay? But we want to encourage you, though, because it's it's not an easy thing. Now, speak to me about this preparation, opportunity, all of the above, making sure that, you know, you're ready to, you know, dive into the industry that you want to go in. But then family happens. Because a lot of times we think, oh, I'm pregnant. I got to stop doing what I love. I need to just, like, focus on the kids. Or now I'm in a relationship. I don't need to dedicate the same amount of time or energy towards my passion that I did before because now I got a boo. Like, speak to us on the why that happens and why it shouldn't. You know what's funny? And I was actually just talking to Deshaun, my fiancé, about this, like, literally two days ago because I was just thinking about how different my life would have been if I never would have left Seattle because I could have stayed in Seattle and we would have been together mm -hmm. and he would have been pursuing his NFL career. And maybe I just would have been the girl that just went with him and lived his mm -hmm. life. And, Followed you know, we had kids and just kept going for me and my mentality, because I grew up watching my mom work. You know, she was a really hard worker and like I watched her provide for our family and I I, it was always an aspiration for me because that was my role model. So for me, there was really no other way. Mm. You know, like 
we were together and he has all this money and I could have easily just moved to wherever city he was playing in and just given up on my dream. But I just never did that because it wasn't, it just, it didn't even seem like an option for me. Yeah. And then I had my first baby and I could have given up again. But honestly, when I had my daughter, that was even more of, you know, it gave me even more initiative. It pushed me even further because now I have someone who's going to look at me. Yep. And now yep. I have to be this role model that my mom was for me. And she showed me what it's like to work hard and provide for your family. And now I have this little person that's going to be looking at me and especially a daughter that's going to be looking at me. So it honestly just drove me even harder to pursue my my goals and to keep on pushing until I got to where I wanted to be, which I'm still not there and I'm still pushing, you yeah. know? So for me, there was really no other option. I think that, you know, as women, it's so often that we can just take a back seat to our man and especially yeah. being with someone who's super successful in their own right. But in my mind, I'm like, why wouldn't you want to match him? Right. Why wouldn't you want to be as successful as your man and like rise up together? And so... That's just my mentality, yeah. you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And so I think for women, like, don't let being with someone or having a child stop you from pursuing whatever it is that you want want to pursue. I, I think that it should really just drive you towards more. Yeah. Right. And to your point, too, I have a, another spicy tip to add on to that spicy tip. We forget that outside of the kids and outside of, like, just family, period, that intimacy is communication and you guys sharing and being vulnerable and having something even to share is the start so if all you have to share is what your family did that day and you don't have stuff that you're passionate about like career like hobbies you now become uninteresting to your significant other because For all sure. you're sharing is the basics of what that family unit is and not to say that your children aren't interesting but you need to share about self outside you know not just what's going on in other people's lives because that's essentially what it is this is what's going on in the kids life this is what's going on you know my mom's life this is what's going, like no what's going on in your life boo like what your husband or your wife you know whomever you're in a partner with in a relationship with they want to hear from you like what's going on what makes you tick what's driving you because now you not only do you guys have something more interesting to share but now that person can bounce ideas off of you they can trust your judgment you have judgment to give because you've been grinding with them you've made mistakes you've learned from them as opposed to just the same monotonous thing every single every day, day living for them right and that's why jay-z said what he said yeah you want a wife someone you could bounce ideas off yep. of and like you said spicy Maddie, because i feel like we're all individuals so what makes you unique ashley north you know whatever makes you unique and then makes your husband unique it's like then you come together and you can speak about what you're passionate about we're all individuals it's like we all have our journey in life you know mm -hmm. so and speaking of individualism because um being like Ashley North is like stylist to the stars. How do you make people look and feel like individuals based in like your profession and in your looks? Because I don't know much about fashion, right? We bring fashion, we've had fashion experts in here. <laughs> I kind of just throw whatever's in my closet or right. whatever my stylist tells me like looks good if I'm gonna be seen. But like, how do you make people look like an individual when trending and what's in like the magazines and everything is so popular? What do you do? What's your signature thing you go to? 
for me, it's like always, especially when I'm like meeting with a new client, it's always important for me to first ask them, like, what do you consider to be your personal style? Because like I can put you in what I think looks good Mm -hmm. or what the trend is. But if you don't have your own personal style integrated into that, you're not going to be able to pull it off and it's just not going to look good. So like I always like people to be really true to themselves. So, you know, like some clients really like a tailored look or they feel great in a suit. So, you know, it's playing off of that and providing them with a lot of suiting options and stuff. And other other clients don't feel comfortable in a suit. So it's how can I make you look nice, but you still be comfortable. So it's like pairing that like with sneakers or, you know, maybe, you know, like downplaying the suit. So you're more comfortable because at the end of the day, you have to be comfortable in your own personal style. So it's sort of it's like a little bit of like therapy session mixed with fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, you know, you kind of have to. I like to, that therapy with fashion. Yeah, because <laughs> you have to pull out of the client, like what is their own personal style and what is the stuff that they like? You so know, it's so like it's like. hosting for us because we yeah. got to pull information pull out of you guys. Out. Like right. we're like, okay, tell us more, yeah. tell us more. Because that is the worst one, Ash. When we get uh, someone in the studio who cannot answer questions, like they may be this like, crazy big personality you know behind the scenes but then we put them on the mic and they're like uh uh we got to pull information out of them (laughs) yes i hate the yes and no answers when i'm interviewing someone like give me more there's got to be more like inside of you yeah and that's basically what i'm doing just on the style side so i've got to just pull that personal style out of you even if you feel like you don't have it i'm gonna find what it is that you like or what's you know what makes you different and then try and just integrate integrate that with what I think looks good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pose this question to both of the Ashleys, right? Because this is an episode about like, you know, the female empowerment and you guys being like in your zone when it comes to your careers and being the phenomenal women that you guys are. How is it that you stay in your profession and become better? Because we've already established that you guys are both good. Ashley's an amazing, you know, radio personality. Ashley North is a phenomenal stylist. How do you get better? What are you doing to grow as an artist, as a creator? Well, uh, I work on myself personally and meditation is very important. I make sure my mind is clear. When I wake up in the morning, I meditate first and then that's how I'm able to come up with some ideas. Um, I try to figure out what's important to women, what's important to the community and reach out to those women who actually, I feel like will serve my audience. Like Spicy Mighty came on before and we talked relationships because everyone talks relationships all the time. So facts. (laughs) (laughs) So some spicy tips on my podcast, you know, so I've had a variety of women on to talk about some, some real issues, but uh, I, I think it's about taking care of yourself first. So like meditation and prayer and drinking my lemon water and exercising. (laughs) I need to get some lemons. I need to start this lemon water everybody's been drinking. (laughs) Yes, exercising (laughs) and making sure my mind is clear first and that um, I'm strong and healthy mentally first. And then I know I could put more towards my business and be better for uh, my listeners overall. All right, but really quick, we have to show some love to our spicy sponsor, Toyota. What's greater than finding a gas station in the middle of nowhere? Knowing that less trips to the pump means less creepy encounters thanks to your all-new 2020 Corolla Hybrid. The first-ever Corolla Hybrid with up to 53 city EPA-estimated MPG is a game-changer. With standard features like sport mode, honeycomb mesh grill, and an 8-inch touchscreen display, it's more than just another hybrid. The Toyota Corolla Hybrid is sleek, fun to drive, and greater than ever. 
2020 Corolla Hybrid EPA 53 City, 52 Highway, 52 Combined MPG Estimates. Actual mileage will vary. Ashley North, what about you? What are you doing for like self-improvement, growth, also in your industry, perfecting your craft, like becoming better at your craft every day as well? So for me, it's like I'm constantly studying fashion. So like the thing about nowadays, like social media has been such an awesome tool mm. for me because it's really opened the doors to like really being able to study fashion across the globe. Like I used to have to go to like magazine stands and buy like 15 magazines right, every right, month right. and literally be studying it. But you know, even though I've reached a certain height within my career, it's still constantly figuring out how to be better. And you know, it's working on building new clientele. And then for me, it was transitioning from not only being a stylist to building a lifestyle brand. So it's like, I'm constantly just looking for growth. And I think like what you said, it's important to really ground yourself mentally and find personal growth because then you're able to feed mm -hmm. your professional growth better once you're good personally. I love that. Okay, so you're gonna give me more than we're gonna get a little bit more intimate because now you're gonna dive into how important it is that you have a partner that supports your dream. Like how has he been instrumental in your growth as a stylist, as an artist, as a candle extraordinaire in Nina Marcus? <laughs> I mean, because I know yeah. it's, it's my, that has like changed the game for me, like partnering in alignment with somebody who actually like believed in me yeah. versus exes who have told me in the past, you can't do that. No, I want you to just be like a normal nine to five, regular degular. Yeah. He's always been so supportive of me. And I think because he was there, you know, I was with him before he started his career and he was with me before I started mine. So just watching each other kind of rise, he's always been so supportive of me. And there's times that I've missed really important things in his career because I've had to be doing something for myself. It but he's like that. Yeah, but he's never <laughs> he's never once made me feel bad. Like oh, he's that's always good. and like even the yesterday even like last week I I'm not gonna cry. I get really Don't emotional. Cry. We want this exclusive tear. But yeah, <laughs> no, it was so sweet because like I I was pulling out of the driveway and he was pulling in and he's like, where are you going? I'm like, I have three fittings today. Like, I feel like I'm gonna die, you know? Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, you got this or whatever. And we just kind of like went in passing. And then he sent me a text like five minutes later and he was like, I love you. And I'm so proud of your hustle and grind, Aww. like keep going. And it just made me feel so good right? because to know like that it doesn't go unnoticed and that the person you're with like supports you and like admires what you're doing. Mm -hmm. It just makes you wanna keep on pushing. And I, a lot of men may feel like, you know, less than because they have a woman that's on the rise too. But, you know, it's it feels so amazing to have someone that appreciates what you're doing and wants you to keep going, so. Yeah, and that's that's like, that's, so that's beautiful. I'm so happy. You are, she's, like, she's getting water eyes. I, you guys, her, her I eyes cry are very easily. <laughs> but like, there's there's been past experiences and, and um, even, you know, uh, Ashley Caprice and I being like, just like you with artists and all that, we get oftentimes, you know, hit on and there's this level of too, um, I think, threat when people find out what you do or what you have access to or what you're exposed to. Miss um, Caprice over here can even like attest <laughs> what like what's been your experience when it comes to men being threatened by you, you know, being a radio personality like you. We used to be like literally on stage at concerts and like introducing Nicki Minaj. And so <laughs> like, what what is it that you do so that 
or is it I actually I have it because I'm a relationship expert we don't choose those men that are threatened <laughs> right 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 kick them out the don't, door don't talk to insecure don't men don't talk to no, insecure the worst. <laughs> Lord. but if you do get someone that is more insecure I mean we mentioned earlier that we're going to bring them around like our industry our profession but there's a lot of women out there who won't date men that are less successful than them Ashley, you better speak on this because I know this was one of your policies previously. Can women date men who are less successful than them? And what if they're in pursuit of their dream? Me? Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. Spill the beans. In the hot Just seat right now. What, about insecure men? Yeah, in like, if, like what, can women date men who are less successful than them and it still be a healthy relationship? In a healthy relationship? No. Like the men, have, they have to be secure because... Every time you're gone, they're going to wonder, well, what is she doing? You know, if I have to go into another city to do something, want to FaceTime every single minute to see what am I doing, who am I doing it with, and call and text, and it gets crazy sometimes. So, and it can become unhealthy because that can be very draining emotionally to you. So I say, no, I don't think you can date a man that's um, insecure or um, I wouldn't say less successful. What if he's secure, I feel like, though? So like, yeah, what if he's secure? What if he's like, oh, no, I want to be a photographer, boo. I'm leaving my, like, corporate position. I'm going to pursue my photography dream. Right. He has to have ambition. But I'm not going to be making as much as you are for a while. Are you good with like, that? Like, to me, that, that's okay. But you have to be ambition and you, I mean, ambitious. And you have to be working towards something. Because if you're not, then you're just going to be laid up, you know, just seeing what I'm doing. And then you get insecure about my success. And then you're going to go handle that situation where you want to handle it you know so I just feel like um you definitely have to have something going on both of you have to have something going on or else in, your mind is going to wonder in pursuit of like the passion right would you Ashley North would you like recommend that same thing to your friends if your homegirl comes to you and she's like okay I'm dating this guy he's like passionate about what he's doing but he hasn't made the money yet I'm still making like 50 to 100k more than him would you say yeah girl still give him a chance or would you say no let's go and i'm gonna take you to uh my husband's game next week <laughs> what are you responding with you are in the hot seat <laughs> You're not i think i think i have a few girlfriends that i would say this to and a few girlfriends i would say that to you have to know the person that you're dealing okay, with you know what know i'm saying because there's certain women that you know they're you know, you know your friends. Yeah, but I think yeah. for me, it does come down, like you said, to the security level. Because if a man has ambition and he's working towards a goal and maybe he's not as successful as you are, it doesn't mm -hmm. mean he won't get there. Right. As long as he has, you know, the ambition and the mindset towards achieving the goal, I think that's okay. It's the insecurity that becomes a problem. Mm -hmm. If he feels fine with me making more money than him or being more successful than him, then I think we'll be okay. Yeah. But if he doesn't feel fine with that, that's where the problem is going to mm -hmm. lie. And I think that that, you know, that comes down to both of you. So that's like, you know, if you have a girlfriend that she's not going to be OK, kind of like with this growing period of yeah. a man pursuing his goal and you know the person that you're dealing with, then I would be like, let me take you to my man's game. But, <laughs> but if you have... <laughs> Leave him alone. But, you know, <laughs> but then alone, if there's some women that will be comfortable in that, then, you know, because you, they, I saw this picture of the, what's the guy who started Amazon? And, oh, <laughs> um, what, Dre, was it? 
Jeff Jeff Bezos, yes. So they showed a picture of him (laughs) when he was just starting Amazon. He was like in this little office looking like Mm -hmm. a nerd, like books stacked everywhere. And that's like when his wife first met him and this is where he started and it was just a dream he had. Now look at him. Yep. True. It's fun to... It's, now the divorcing yeah. over billions, Listen, like, billions, they, y'all. They both all right. No one feel bad for her. But speak life into your man, like you were saying yeah, earlier, yes. Spicy Mari. You know, if we see that he has a dream and a passion, like push him towards yeah. it. You know, and then he'll feel he'll feel good. He'll be all right. And but. some people are going to also too put a time limit on it. They're like, oh, well, I'm going to give him this <laughs> amount of years so he like makes it, or this amount of years. Like it really needs to be one. Do you believe in the person? Mm-hmm. Two, do you support the person? Because it's enough to. Be, it's not enough to just believe. You need to also support your person's endeavors and then three like how is that showing up and how is it manifesting itself is there evidence that this person is putting in the work the effort you're supporting and now you are reaping some of the benefits like you do need those nuggets of success to keep going and they're even if they're the smallest ones okay what are you doing with that how are you flipping it how are you moving to the next move and two I think a lot of us forget to strategize with our partners we think that I have my career he has his career or she and she and he and he, whatever relationship you're in. And we forget the strategy component of what we have to offer our partner. It doesn't always need to be a, they come to you with a problem and every single time you're getting giving them a solution. Sometimes it is just an ear to listen on. But another spicy tip is setting aside time with them when you aren't, when you, and you wanna be more than just an ear and saying, hey babe, I wanted to strategize with you today about our relationship goals, our long time relationship goals. And you know, three to five years, I would like, us to be capable of purchasing this home or I would like us to be capable of running this business and like they can have their own life and you can be your own person and still strategize long-term relationship goals with them as well and that also keeps things spicy yeah Mm -hmm. then you're working towards something together yeah like hello relationship goals is more than just getting the getting the boo so (laughs) (laughs) so speak to me about how you guys spice things up like you're trying you're traveling he's traveling you guys are you know these independent beings you have a family too are you doing anything like fun and spicy in order to make sure that like you stay on the forefront of his thoughts or reminding him that he still you know got you know you at home and that you still popping i'm probably bad at this oh gosh okay so i'm gonna have to give you this <laughs> spicy yeah. I, might, I might need some tips on okay. this you know um we don't do the best job of like oh, we have a date night and we do this and this is our sexy time and we'll get a hotel, you know, like whatever. I wish that I was better at that. I would say that's probably one thing that I could get better at. I feel like I can can sense us, I can (laughs) sense us like being like, oh my God, we haven't spent time together in so long and I can feel it and I'll be like, no, we need to go to dinner tonight. Or, you know, like yeah. you can sense like, oh God, you we need, need that. We need that time. And I probably wait too long. So I would say that's something okay. that I could do. I could I be better at. I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. I appreciate your honesty. I'm a pretty honest person. We we appreciate that, which is why you came to the right place. Yes. Because Spicy Madi has a spicy tip so for you. So what's your tip? Okay. So because you guys have kids, you will be very familiar with hide and go get it. So <laughs> next time he comes home, you know, and we, we wait till the kids are either asleep or at one of the grandpappies or grandmama's mm-hmm. houses. Um, he's going to walk in and you guys are going to, you're going to shut the lights off. And you're gonna play hide and go get it. So you're gonna hide. He's gonna find you. Every time, every single time he finds you, an article of clothing is coming off. What? So you start with something gonna be little, you know, one shoe. Then it leads to two shoes. Next hiding spot. Then it leads, you know, to pants. And then eventually, like you guys are butt naked, right? And I then like you're gonna this. play it back with him. So that now it's like 
naked on naked and then you know the last place you're gonna hide is in the bed yeah okay so <laughs> or maybe in the shower whatever <laughs> there you maybe, go. maybe he needs a bath i don't, we don't know the if kitchen. he's coming from a game or maybe you're coming up. from okay. style <laughs> the kitchen oh my god just make sure you don't have high countertops like i do y'all <laughs> Don't worry to all my friends and family that are listening. I have fabulous sewed all my countertops <laughs> and pine salt, but it's it's harder with high countertops. Anywho, <laughs> Ashley, um, you're gonna try the, the okay. hide and go get it, okay? I like this. Yes, and it's in. It's, I think it's not, he would like that it's, too. It's free. It's not like you actually have to go buy something to impress him. Like yeah. this is something free you can do, and it's a game that you guys play. Okay. See, I'm gonna use it. You guys, I'm gonna come back and tell Ashley, you, you how Ashley, you gotta try went. this one too when I find you your husband, yeah. Ashley. Cruz. Okay, thank you <laughs> to my husband that's listening. <laughs> Ashley's already got a game for you to play. She's got a, oh, a game for you. <laughs> okay, good. so we we are short for time, but I have to wrap up. And you have given us some um, healthy nuggets that I think that you know a lot of women can appreciate. A lot of men too who are listening. You guys are getting some empowerment over here and some phenomenal female balance. Um, but we end the show with you know the the naked truth where you have to, uh, once again, be vulnerable, of course. It's the spicy life. I already cried once. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to pose these two um, to you, and you're going to answer in your best, honest opinion. And um, Ashley, since you've never been a co-host for me, too, I'm going to ask you these as well. Okay. okay, you guys ready? So I'm going to ask Ashley North first, and then I'm going to pose them to you. So you think about your answers, Ashley Caprice. Thank you. Okay. Um, Ashley North, if you could have any superpower in the world, what would it be? To fly. Why would you want to fly? Because I can get places quicker. What? <laughs> my days would go a lot smoother. I always say I would snap my fingers and just be automatically dressed. I would think that would be yours too because you're a stylist. Like, no, ooh. I like the process no? of getting dressed. Okay, I'm the only one that wants to be Thanos. Um, <laughs> okay, if you could travel back in time and relive the best experience you've ever had in life, what would that be? What time period would you travel to and what is the experience? I would probably go back to college. Oh. I loved college. Sometimes I just think about how much fun that was because it was sort of like the most carefree time of my life. Mm. So maybe I would go back to college and do that all over again. Is there a, but you have to give me the exact moment. Oh. In Jonathan's dorm room. In, oh. Um, oh, shoot. At the, at the keg party. Like, you have to give me the exact moment. Okay, I'm going to switch it. Okay. I would go back to when uh, Deshaun, he played in the Super Bowl. I would go back to that moment because they lost. And so I would, mm. so we could relive that. So Ooh, he could get his Super him, Bowl ring. Oh, I'm going to go back there. That, okay. was a, that was a good time and a bad time. She's, so, okay, so she's well, replaying that moment. Yeah, it was fun. And giving another shot at it. I'm going to give him another shot. Okay. <laughs> that, see, that is a good woman right there. Her <laughs> response was not selfish. It was actually selfless. Okay, and then last but not least, if you could body swap with anybody for the day, who's, who would you body swap? You could be anyone for the day. Who are you taking? Who's body? in life are you living for just the day Beyonce how did I know that okay day everybody always chooses Beyonce nobody wants to be you all better start Precious. saying you want to be JLo more um. oh shoot <laughs> we'll save her for you okay yes I already took her okay I'm gonna post these questions back to you Ashley what superpower Ashley Caprice what superpowers do you want uh be invisible Oh, really? Ooh. You don't want to be seen? You could hear people talk about yeah, you. Yeah, just be in a room, be a legit fly in a room. Like, you just be in there and seeing what people are really Feeling, doing thinking. and hearing what they're really saying. Mm. Okay, so she wants all that news and gossip. She wants some of that spicy dish. <laughs> if you could travel back in time to any time period and relive the incident, what would it be? Oh, man. Um, of my life? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. It's so much of my little life. Um... I'll say starting college. 
because I didn't get the whole experience. Like I didn't live in a dorm room and all of that. I, I lived at home while being in school and I felt like I didn't really get the whole college experience. Oh, okay. So I you'd know. be in a dorm room. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you didn't miss anything. Trust me. I didn't. No. I would have gone to like an HBCU or something. Oh, yeah, like I right. said, yeah. that doesn't make a difference. You know, that I, does I make a difference. College. Shout out to Cal State Long Beach. Go uh. Beach. But, you know, I would have gone to HBCU. She wants yeah. that homecoming. Like Beyonce. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. Because and that's then, the person I would embody. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so body swapping, who who is it? It would be Beyonce. Beyonce, yeah. Everybody okay. want to be Beyonce. I love her energy, too. The yeah, that's crazy. Did you watch that documentary? I was like, oh, yes. my God, she's just an amazing human. Yes. But, no, this female is phenomenal, like mm-hmm. us. Yes. For yes. so today's yes. episode, y'all, how to be a phenomenal woman, 101. <laughs> so you phenomenal women are going to let us know where we can find you, where we can buy your products, where we can download, follow, all of the above. Ashley North, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Ashley North Style, and you can also follow my brand at Shop A and Style, and you can buy my candles at shopanstyle.com. All right, and Ashley Caprice, where can they find you? I'm on Instagram at I am Ashley Caprice, and you can also follow the podcast page, which is Go Girl Podcast, and all of the episodes are on iTunes, SoundCloud, or AshleyCaprice.com. All right, and you guys can always play with my Twitter or stroke my Instagram at Spicy Madi. And make sure that you download the episodes of The Spicy Life. Share this podcast with your friends, loved ones, family members. Share and subscribe. And there you guys have it. You have just been spiced. The Spicy Life.